The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling? Make sure you go there first. Online at mslandbank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. All right, back with you. Getting set to wrap up hour one. Hour two, right around the corner, and if everything goes according to plan, we'll do a make good on our interview with Will Colmeyer. Willie K. Somebody called him Will Colminer. <laughs> we got four or five words in yesterday, but we couldn't figure the phones out, and we got them fixed. And so we're going to talk to Will today. Will's going to be on the call for on television this weekend for the 5A state championship game on Saturday night and the 6A title game tomorrow night. And so we'll chat up a little high school football with Will. That's all coming up in a few. For now, no, uh, easy for me to say. For now, though, for thou know, for now, though, back over to the Divinity Equipment phone line. No, no, no. Here we go. Text. The country pleasing text line, 885-3776-885-ESPN. I think we have confirmed, by the way, folks on the text line, that the picture is not actually of Jake. It's just a picture that was connected to him in, in a certain way. That's all. It's not of him, though. That's all I'll really say about that. Jason and Flagstaff, regarding the interview earlier with uh, Dr. Randy Easterling, talking about the COVID numbers in Mississippi and around America, Jason said he's right about a shutdown, too. Regardless of who likes it or not, it, it's coming, whether it's federal, state, or local. The authorities are not and cannot allow the hospitals to get to the point that they are unable to respond to average, everyday events. And then he told a story about, you know, he's out in Arizona. He's a member of the military. He's from Iuka in North Mississippi. And first time in 10 years, he's not able to really go home for Christmas, not going home for Christmas because of the threat of traveling and bringing it in and spreading it to older relatives unknowingly that could really put them in a bind. Uh, so yeah, it's one of the sad things we're having to deal with, with all this, or that a lot of people are dealing with. Mark said, uh, once they told the young people they weren't going to die, the old people were in trouble. <laughs> well, um, Nails, we just we are learning we we do, we are cluing in a little bit on who Nails is, or at least where he went to high school. He said he went to high school with Jake. Send me the picture; he can confirm it. So they went to high school together in Florence, right? Didn't Jake go to high school in Florence? Jake Wembley. Yes. All right. All right. We're find that we're gonna find out who Nails is pretty soon. <laughs> Jake's best best pal down there in Florence. Uh, White Denzel says, Coastal Carolina couldn't have asked for anything better. Liberty has to cancel this weekend's game, so Coastal gets BYU with college game day coming into town. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Good for them. Might watch a little. What am I going to do Saturday? Yeah, I'll, I'll watch. A, I won't watch game day. I don't watch the game day shows anymore. They're all, they've all just put me to sleep this year. But I will watch maybe that game a little bit. See if Coastal can do anything with BYU, who's playing pretty well. So, Here's the memory that I teased a little bit ago. Let's go back to 1994. This day, December the 3rd, 1994. Where? In the Georgia Dome. 
the first ever SEC championship game in the Georgia Dome. They played in Birmingham in 92 and 93. Alabama and Florida split those. Bama 92, Florida wins 93. Rematch, same two teams, third straight year. But in 94, Alabama was undefeated and ranked third in the country. I don't know what Florida's record was, but they were ranked sixth in the country. And it was in Birmingham on this day. They put it on ABC television. Here's what it sounded like with Keith Jackson on the call. ABC Sports College Football, the 1994 Southeastern Conference Championship game, presented by Dr. Pepper, matching the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Florida Gators. The third SEC title game since the conference expanded into divisional play, Alabama winning the West, Florida the East. Alabama won this title in 1992, Florida in 93. Both those games were played in Birmingham. Today we're in the Georgia Dome in Atlanta, Georgia. Pass to the corner, he's got a man over there. It is a touchdown. Rydell Anthony makes a remarkable catch against Tommy Johnson for the six points. Werfel, touchdown. It is second down and the long There's one the and the same thing. They throw it down field, and he is out of bounds at the two-yard line to Chris Doring. First and goal, Gators, Alabama two. Touchdown, Doring. It was a tremendous football game as Florida wins 24-23. to That's what it sounded like. Keith Jackson on the call back in 94 on television. Florida beat them 20 24-23, yep, by one point, 24-23. And a lot of people questioned Gene Stallings when they scored to go to 23, they kicked an extra point instead of going for two to make it a full seven-point ball game. So when Florida scored and they tied up with a touchdown, all they needed was an extra point to go ahead. And it's kind of the beginning of the end. That was Florida knocking off an undefeated Alabama. And what you saw in the highlights of that, you can see it on my Twitter feed, at Radio Wyatt. You may have forgotten this. Chris Doring, remember Chris Doring, receiver for those Werfel Spurrier teams at Florida? Uh, he's on the SEC Network now. There's a highlight there, and I forgot. They ran the you know, receiver pass um, where they lateral it backwards out there, out wide. He lines up a receiver, but it comes off the line. They throw it backwards to him. He catches the pass and then throws it up the field for a big play to the two. And then like one or two plays later, ran a slant route and caught the touchdown to basically tie the game. And then the extra point put him ahead. It was a great ball game. That was uh, on this day, December 3rd, 1994. First, the first SEC title game in the Georgia Dome. And you know what I'm reminded of? (laughs) The last SEC title game in the Georgia Dome was also on December the 3rd, and it also was between Alabama and Florida. I'm going to try to look this one up here. I'm over at winsopedia.com, wins, the letter I-pedia.com, winsopedia.com. You can compare the historical matchup between any two teams. I'm looking at Alabama, Florida. Alabama, 25 to 14 Alabama in the all-time series. 
25 wins for Alabama, 14 wins for Florida. In 2016, that game, Atlanta, Georgia, the last time they played, Alabama beat them 54 to 16. It was on this day, December 3rd, 2016, same two teams. And I know because uh, Annabeth and I were there, we got to go. She had surprised me for my birthday, which is later in December. She had just uh, surprised me with tickets to go watch the Chiefs and the Falcons play in the Georgia Dome. And it was on the Sunday after the SEC title game. Well, then, you know, sometimes the Lord just blesses you. He just puts something in your lap. It's a really cool thing. We're already going to be there on the Sunday for the NFL game. Well, after that, somebody calls from the SEC fanfare and says, hey, Matt, uh, we have this thing where former players come in here and participate in the fanfare with kids, and you do a little challenge and teach the kids to throw at the targets and everything. Wonder if you might want to come over and help us with that as a former player. And for coming and doing it, we'll give you tickets to the SEC title game. <laughs> I said, yeah, because it would be there anyway. So I went over there, and I got to be in the SEC fanfare thing with John Bond and Shane Matthews. Do you understand how cool that was? Okay, first of all, these two guys, those two guys, first of all, just to be there, but then to kind of you get a little, you get a team of kids and you teach them how to throw, or not teach them, but you help them decide which targets they're going to throw at. And then anyway, my team and Shane's team, I think, made it to the end, and Shane's team won. We had we all get to take a picture together, and that popped up on Facebook today where it reminds you of those memories. And then Annabeth and I got to go in there and sit in the game. And we stayed for pretty much all of it. Had really good seats on the 50. And no joke, down low behind one of the benches. And, uh, of course, Alabama ran them out of there. The very we, we spend the night. The very next day, we go back into the same deal, the Georgia Dome, to watch the Chiefs and the Falcons play. Chiefs won, which was really cool. And I, I can go into some other time the difference in the atmosphere of the college game versus the NFL game. Night and day. They're both loud. Totally different, though. Back-to-back days, same venue. That was such a cool weekend. It's funny how that worked. Bama, Florida on this day, 93, the first one in the Dome. Bama, Florida in 2016, the last one in the Dome. Florida won that one and by one point back in 93. How about that? Check out that series history, by the way. Winsopedia.com. Steve Spurrier. Steve Spurrier came along, and there wasn't a whole lot of beating. It wasn't a whole lot of beating Florida for Alabama in that stretch. They've got the timeline there across this page on winsopedia.com, and all the wins for Alabama in crimson, and all the wins for Florida in orange. There's one stretch of like solid orange there in the '90s. That's because of Steve Spurrier. That'll wrap up hour number one. Got some texts from Nick and Gatorman and Jason and John Bond himself. All coming up to start us off in hour two, and then we'll talk to Will Colmeyer. That's all coming up. Stick around in the Farm Bureau studio.